Hello, everyone. Welcome to our midweek episode of The Huddle. Neil and I are going to be recapping every week 13 game from this past weekend. And so, uh, Neil, we're going to start with the Thursday game where the Cowboys went to visit the Saints and they beat them 27 to 17. What were your thoughts on that game? Yeah, uh, you know, I think uh, Dan Quinn, the defensive coordinator, had to step in uh, for Mike McCarthy here uh, to be the head coach and uh, really did a nice job uh, as the defense really stepped up big, had four interceptions against a uh, against Taysom Hill, who uh, stepped in to start this week. And Taysom Hill, uh, he's really a really good, he's a really good runner, but I don't know if he's <laughs> really a great quarterback. He was, I think, like 19 for 41, four interceptions, had a couple of touchdowns. Uh, I think one late to Deontay Harris, which was nice. But Cowboys did enough to win this game. Honestly, they weren't that impressive to me offensively. Uh, Zeke struggled again. Uh, I know Amari Cooper was limited. Uh, C.D. Lamb was just getting back. Prescott looked kind of up and down, but did enough to pull it out and get a big win on the road uh, for Dallas. Yeah, absolutely. The Saints just aren't the same team without Drew Brees behind uh, the center. Uh, <laughs> like you said, Taysom Hill's a great runner, but four interceptions is not going to do it for you. Uh, you can't be turning the ball over that much. And you know, the Dallas offense wasn't as impressive as they can be, but I I expect them to be better although 27 points isn't bad uh <laughs> and the division is uh is definitely theirs to lose although washington is looking uh, impressive a little bit impressive recently but i still think the cowboys got that division pretty uh, pretty handled there yeah i agree so. Um, the next game we have the Giants losing to the Dolphins 20 to 9. And man, the Dolphins continue to roll, they've now won five in a row. And uh, I think, I mean, they're, they're keeping their name in the playoff conversation. I don't love their chances in an AFC filled with a lot of really good teams. If the Dolphins weren't sitting at, uh, I think five and seven currently, I'd like their chances a little bit better, but their defense played well although Mike Glennon isn't a great quarterback to go against so <laughs> might be something to said for that Giants playoffs hopes are dwindling very quickly although if there is one bright spot for Giants fans is that Saquon Barkley is playing and not getting injured so you just some pieces <laughs> for Giants fans not 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 going to be your year but uh, let's keep rolling Dolphins yeah um i hate to uh be a negative uh, about the Dolphins. i don't really hate it but i'm, I'm really negative about the dolphins uh their <laughs> last so if you look at who they played they played the texans the jets the panthers and the giants which yeah in my opinion they should beat all those teams the ravens was probably the most impressive win that they've had on their role uh and then so they get the jets coming up so the dolphins are making the most out of their chances right now on who they're playing and you never know right well, you know it's impressive and two is playing very well and waddle and it's all flowing right now for them and it's great to see uh for them and, and for the giants yeah they're yeah their their quarterback problems are becoming uh bigger issues and saquon barkley is not helping out and uh <laughs> so it's it's tough for new york right now and miami's rolling like you said so yeah absolutely let's keep it up dolphins keep it up a <laughs> uh, team that's really rolling, although this was kind of a bad matchup. The Colts beat the Texans 31-0. to zero. Well, Were you surprised with that outcome, Neil? No, not at all. Not. I think the Colts played almost exactly how they wanted to. I mean, Jonathan Taylor was dominant again. 
over 100 yards, a couple of touchdowns. Uh, you know, Wentz was good. He didn't turn the ball over. Um, they played almost, uh, to me, almost a, almost a perfect game in a sense. I can't think of anything that could have gone bad for Indy. Uh, you know, I think uh, for Houston, uh, it's, it was really tough. I don't – I yeah, their offense was terrible. Um, and the Colts defense, uh, it was probably just – it was almost too easy for them. Uh, they <laughs> didn't give up any points and honestly didn't even – wasn't even really much of a game. Uh, but this is exactly how I thought the game would go for once. Yeah, absolutely. I just it's – a, it's a good team beating a bad team. Texans offense just continues to just look absolutely awful. They – they don't have much going for, going for them, and yeah, Jonathan Taylor ran well. Michael Pittman had a pretty nice game. I would have, if I'd have played him in one of my fantasy leagues, I'd be having a guaranteed a first round buy. But of course, he was riding my bench. So there's uh, a <laughs> gotta try again this week. But yeah, Colts Colts ran over the Texans in that one. It was actually their first shutout on the road since Week Four of 1992. So a good game there for the Colts. <laughs> Oh, Neil, you wanna you wanna hear about a bad game this weekend? Oh boy. It's uh you ever heard of the Minnesota Vikings? Ooh, yeah, we're gonna go here, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I we could skip it, but we'll not. <laughs> just for the sake of the podcast, we gotta cover every team. But of course the Vikings give the Lions their first one of the year. We lost twenty nine to twenty seven, where the Lions we let them literally drive down the field on with a couple minutes to go and we just Prevent defense and didn't they just let them get chunk play after chunk play and they got in the end zone and just an awful game. The Vikings really they gotta figure something out. I just you can't lose to the Lions. They're now in uh, much bigger trouble of missing the playoffs <laughs> as they have a few tough games left on the schedule. So they're gonna have to turn their year around. They're gonna have to beat the uh Pittsburgh this Thursday night, which is gonna be a big game for the Vikings. You lose that and I'm pretty you're probably pretty much sunk in my opinion for playoff hopes but Mike Zimmer may not have his job for a whole lot longer at this <laughs> rate and just a awful game I guess congrats to the Lions but ugh. yeah I mean I think uh you know as the Vikings you're in you're in so many close games you think you would you'd be really good at closing out close games because you're in so many but Fortunately, they were not able to do that on Sunday. And yeah, the Lions got their first win, and you would have thought they won the Super Bowl, man, the way they were celebrating. And, <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, congrats to the Lions. And for Minnesota, it is an uphill battle like none other uh, to try to keep in the playoffs. And uh, like you said, they got to beat um, uh, Pittsburgh this weekend without probably Dalvin Cook and Adam Thielen. So yeah. it is, it is going to be tough. Uh, but uh, yeah, they're gonna just yeah, they're gonna have to go in there and win that game. And uh, you know, Justin Jefferson, Madison, they honestly played well. I mean, Kirk Cousins played well, uh, but the the defense is has got to step up there at the end. And you know, I don't know how much is that defense and how much is that play calling because you know if they're playing like Travis said, prevent pre- defense the entire drive down the field, it's like what is the coaches doing? So ah, tough and. Yeah, they're gonna, they're gonna have to win some some games that they probably weren't supposed to, like the Rams and stuff. I think so. Yeah, Packers, Packers and Lambeau be, yep. be tough. But yeah, I got to go against Justin Jefferson this Thursday night with no Adam Thielen, and I'm not looking forward to that for fantasy purposes. <laughs> I go Vikings first and foremost. Got to win that game. So yep. if that takes Justin Jefferson popping off, so be it. So, <laughs> uh, 
this other game was it was an interesting start to this game, but in the end, the Eagles beat the Jets thirty three to eighteen. Uh, thoughts on that game, Neil? Yeah, Gardner Minshew, welcome back. Uh, it was funny. I, was, uh, I think when he started his first game for the Jaguars, he went off, and everybody was like, "Ooh, who's this guy?" Oh, he's got the mustache, and he's you know slinging it. And he came into Philly for his first start and did the same thing. He really made a name of himself. Him and Dallas Goddard, you know, it's like I think Dallas Goddard was like, man, this is what I've been waiting for all year, you know, uh, because Jalen, unfortunately, Jalen Hurts and them, they were so run based that they were throwing the ball a lot this game, and uh, you know, and they they ran it too. Miles Sanders, welcome back too. He had a great game, and uh, it was kind of back and forth for a little bit there. The Jets were kind of. Uh, keeping close, but um, ultimately Philly pulled it out, and it's a big win for them as they're staying uh, afloat in the, the wild card race too there in the NFC. And, and for the Jets, I think there was some sparks. You know, your young players made some plays like Zach Wilson. Uh, you know, he was decent, and Elijah Moore continues to impress. So those are small things that you, you take as wins if you're the Jets. Yeah, absolutely. And this game actually started out as a shootout. They were trading touchdowns just back and forth. Uh, I think it was, I mean, just the first four or five possessions, I think, all ended with a touchdown, except the Jets just couldn't seem to kick an extra point or get a two-point conversion. <laughs> but after the after they scored, it was midway through the second quarter. The Jets' offense was uh, shut down. They couldn't score again after they scored touchdowns on the first three possessions, and which, I mean, I guess the Eagles figured them out and the Jets couldn't do anything. But like you said, they got some young, some young talent there. That's uh, something to look forward to. And the Eagles, they continue to run the ball well. And, yeah, right during the wild card race. And I hope they continue to lose for my Vikings' sake. But there's a, a little hope there for, for the Eagles fans in the in the NFC. <laughs> uh, next matchup, you got the Cardinals beating the Bears 33-22. to And Kyler Murray was back. He looked good. Andy Dalton was the starter for the Bears, and he was not good <laughs> as he <laughs> threw four interceptions. Uh, Cardinals stay as the number one seed in the NFC, and with their top weapons back with Murray and DeAndre Hopkins, I think they got a shot at staying there for the rest of the year. Although, don't start losing because you never know the Bucks and Packers they may they may catch you. But so far, still number one for the Bears. I mean, like the Jets, you got some young talent you're looking forward to, and Justin Fields, uh, David Montgomery, Cole Komet, Darnell Mooney, and so you, looking forward past this year, I think you have had <laughs> some hope. But I will say this Sunday night, I think the Bears play the Packers, and because of bye weeks, I have to play Cole Komet in one of my <laughs> fantasy leagues. Also, the league I'm going against, Justin Jefferson. So I'm kind of hoping Cole Komet just uh, has a career day. But good win for the Cardinals over the Bears here. Yeah, yeah, great win for them. And as a Cardinals fan, you you were excited to see Kyler and DeAndre. I think they hooked up on a quick touchdown to start the game, and you're like, okay, we're back. And uh, James Conner, man, what an addition he's been to this team. Uh, he caught a nasty one-hand touchdown um, down the sideline and, and ran the ball well. And, you know, he's really stepped up with uh, Chase Edmonds out, and it's been a really nice addition. And uh, the Cardinals, yeah, they're good. Uh, and, um, you know, I think, uh, they're going to be fine. Uh, they got a big matchup this week against the Rams. Um, so that's going to be a huge one for them. Um, you know, can their defense, uh, hold Cooper cup and company, uh, down is going to be a question for them this coming week. As Travis said, they're still fighting for that number one spot. Um, and you know, for the bears, like Travis said, well, yeah, you're, you're certainly, 
Uh, it's hard. To, unfortunately, Justin Fields is is out right now, so yeah, you can't yeah. can't view his uh, you know time right now. But uh, David Montgomery uh, played well, and uh, Darnell Mooney he's been pretty good this year. So little things that you're just like the Jets you're you're excited for. Um, but would love to see Fields get back out there and, and get some reps. So. Yeah, definitely, definitely. This next matchup, we both had the Bengals beating the Chargers, <laughs> but in fact, the Chargers beat the Bengals and didn't only beat them, but kind of destroyed them as they won 41 to 22. Uh, were you shocked with this outcome? Um, not as shocked. I mean, I thought it'd be a little bit closer. I know, I think the Bengals were getting blown out there for at the beginning and kind of pulled back and then got blown out again. So, um, but, um, you know, I think these were the two teams earlier that I said, you know, you never know what kind of Chargers team you get. You never know what kind of Cincinnati team you're going to get every given Sunday. And uh, now they've played each other. And, you know, Cincinnati just kind of came out flat and was just never able to really get it going, whereas San Diego, Herbert and company really uh, off the start played very well. And, um, you know, Joe Burrow, he's just, you know, he's got to stop turning the ball over. You know, he had a fumble, two interceptions, uh, just kind of cost the team. Joe Mixon, you know, I really thought, you know, he was going to have a day and a half against this uh, terrible Chargers run game. I even said in our other podcasts, I think that was going to be the factor. And he only had 54 yards rushing. Did get in the end zone, but uh, had a huge fumble uh, that the Chargers returned for a touchdown and really changed the game on that play because the Chargers didn't look pat, uh, back after that and really took over the game. But, um, you know, for the Bengals, if you take anything out of it, T. Higgins, my goodness. Uh, he, that guy went off Sunday and um, yeah, so a lot of young talent, good game, uh, you know, but Chargers now get the, uh, it's a big one for the Chargers because they got the same record and, the, you know, wild card spots or stuff like that uh, could come in huge for them. Yeah, they're both sitting at seven and five together and I think they're the six, seven seed in the playoff race if I'm not, no, is it the five, six, maybe? I think the I think it's five, six. Yeah, yep. I think the Bills are seven. So it was funny, like you said, both teams we've been talking about all year. Like, are, are you going to play consistent? And it was like, oh, Chargers. I think they went up twenty-four to zero, and then I think the Bengals brought it back to twenty-four twenty-two. Yeah, and the Chargers decided so it was like a twenty-four zero run, then a twenty-two zero run, and another, then another what seventeen zero run. So super <laughs> back and forth. Like, oh, we're great. Now we're bad, and now we're great. Uh, <laughs> Justin Herbert though played a very nice game. Joe Burrow struggled. A bit didn't play a phenomenal game and uh yeah just two teams that it's hard to know what kind of game you're gonna get but <laughs> huge huge win for the chargers there and it's uh it's a great fight and a great battle for just a lot of teams in the afc that's uh gonna be fun to finish out the year yeah absolutely uh now we're gonna move on to your team here neil with the tampa bay buccaneers <laughs> you did pull it out 30 to 17 but was there ever a moment that you were like the buccaneers are gonna lose this Lose? No. Frustrated <laughs> a little bit. You know, I'm a big Brady guy. I always will be. And, um, you know, he's, I think he played an almost perfect first half until he threw that interception at the very end. And I think I texted Travis. I was so mad. I was like, you know, cause I, I'm just so stat, you know, I'm a stats guy with Tom, you know, I'm like no interceptions against you. Like and he was having a perfect first half and I think he threw it. I think I saw somebody do it 20 times at the first quarter. You know, he was just dealing <laughs> and, um, yeah, but, uh, second half, you know, they played really well. And no, I never had a doubt. Uh, you know, Falcons just, they are that good. I mean, Patterson, he's a playmaker, that's for sure. I mean, he's a difference maker for that team. Uh, but, uh, you know, uh, 
Tampa really came out and played well, especially on offense. The defense, I mean, the run defense struggled the first drive. I was like, oh, my goodness, this might be a long game a little bit if our run defense can't stop Patterson and Mike Davis. But they, they did a nice job and were able to get to Matt Ryan a few times. And Tom Brady, four touchdowns, almost 400 yards. Do it 51 times. Oof. Man, <laughs> I'm 44 years old, slinging it, unlike Mac Jones. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, so big win for the Tampa Bay Bucks. Is, uh, I think they if they win this week, they win the division. So, um, yeah. Wow. <laughs> then they're, wow, that's, 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 that's nice for the Bucks. <laughs> yeah, because Atlanta lost, Carolina lost, and New Orleans lost. So now – yeah, they just got to be Buffalo this week, and they'll be division division champs, so they'll guarantee a playoff spot, which guarantees me and Travis another game to go to. Let's go, <laughs> Let's go. I I think the Bucks are the only winning team in that division, aren't they? Um, yeah, they are. Yep, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh yuck! And you got like the the Rams and the Cardinals and the, well, I guess the Seahawks. Niners. Yeah. That's a much, much more difficult division. I think we're going to be like, oh, Tom Brady just went to divisions where his rivals were just bad. Uh, I mean, that the, 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 the Saints won it last year on them, you know, and so the yep, Bucks were a wild yep. card. No, Brady won it as a wild card team last year. So, but yeah, yeah this year, yeah, this year they, they got it pretty nice. So, not gonna yeah, lie, absolutely. So. Yeah, you lose Drew Brees, and you're like, yeah, I feel, feel like a bit better. <laughs> and, I mean, that Bucks they went in, took care of business like they should have. And, I mean, uh, Brady, four touchdowns, did throw an interception. But I think based on how some of the other quarterbacks did this week, he uh, he improved his case for MVP this year. <laughs> with, Absolutely. With that performance. Uh, the the other – another team that I uh, didn't get – I shouldn't say the Buccaneers got back on track, but the Rams moving to them. They did get back on track after a few rough weeks as they beat the Jaguars 37 to seven. Another matchup that wasn't exactly the most even the Rams dominated this one. I really didn't expect anything less sure for uh, I'm sure it felt good for them to though, to get back into the win column after, after their rough, rough stretch. And this was actually their largest win since week two of 2018. So Cooper Cup continues to dominate. Uh, Sony Michelle looked really good in replacement of Daryl Henderson. So if, you, if you're in a league and Sony Michelle's sitting out there, I'd probably grab him unless you're in a super shallow league. But Sony is a great backup there uh, for Daryl Henderson in a very high-powered Rams offense. Yeah, yeah, not much to add. I mean, the Rams dominated. Their offense played very well. All the guys you thought, um, even Odell got in part of the action, which was nice to see if you're a Rams fan. Um, For the Jaguars, I'm shocked they scored, so congrats on that. Um, (laughs) um, Yeah, it's just – it's going to be like this the rest of the year for Jacksonville. Um, I can't see anything really positive coming out the rest of the year because – yeah, it's just I, yeah, I don't think Urban Meyer is going to be bad. Uh, I think Trevor Lawrence, they're got that, you know. He, yeah, they got to get some talent around him because you don't want to waste too many years of his career. So, um, and he already wasted his first the first year, and it's just tough right now for Jacksonville. But yeah, not a shock at all in this game. Uh, I thought it could have been more, but um, yeah, good one for the Rams. They got a big opponent, like I said earlier, Cardinals this week. So that'd be a good matchup. Yeah. For sure. 
This next matchup was one that we were actually split on, uh, was the Washington football team and the Raiders, where the football team did pull it out 17 to 15. And Neil, were you surprised with this outcome? A little bit. Um, <laughs> but no, I mean, Washington plays seems tight and, you know, they beat the Bucks, and, you know, they're, they're beating some teams and Heineke's playing well. And, you know, Heineke did enough again, I think I say it every week, to, to win and, it wasn't pretty, um, but, you know, they rallied and uh, were able to pull this one out. And, you know, for Las Vegas, yeah, I mean, it's – I think both teams are honestly very close, uh, you know, on, on how I view them. I don't love Washington, you know, but they're playing – you know, they got they got ways to win. And same with Vegas. I don't love Vegas, but, you know, I think they, they could win every now and then too. So it's – you know, they're both sitting at six and six. And I think, you know, that's, that reflects very well on the teams that they are. And, um, you know, I thought, uh, you know, man, Hunter Renfro is just a guy I got to mention. I mean, that guy is just, yeah. that guy continues to impress. Uh, you know, he really stepped in as that number one guy there. Um, and he put up nice points again. And, um, but yeah, Washington rallied late, got the uh, go ahead kick uh, to win the game there. And, um, the Raiders just couldn't get back down the field to uh, their own. So, congrats to Washington. As I think they're sitting in the playoffs spot right now at the yeah. seven seed. So, uh, they got a big game against uh, Dallas uh, this week. So, um, yeah, should be. In. And I know uh, Travis probably wasn't too happy because I think you're going to need Washington and some teams to lose if Minnesota yeah. wants to get back in. So, yeah. I need Washington to start losing, but yeah, won this game on a 48-yard field goal by a kicker, I believe, that was uh, with 37 seconds remaining. I believe the kicker had just been signed that previous week or something. And some yeah, crazy. he. Uh, oh, sorry to cut you. I was going to say he got released by New Orleans Saints, uh, and then got picked up. So that's uh, great. Was it Brian? I might be getting this wrong. Brian Johnson. It is correct, Brian. Johnson. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, big, big forty-eight yard field goal, thirty-seven seconds remaining, down one point. So probably one of the kicks of his career so far. <laughs> Absolutely. And like Neil said, I had it in my notes too. Washington continues to win, and they play well enough to win. Right? <laughs> it's like just, just well enough, and we'll we'll see if they can continue a hot streak. And the Raiders, I don't know, they're a weird, weird team, and. We'll, yeah. we'll see what happens. I think they want need Darren Waller back. He really helps that offense out. But mm-hmm. Josh Jacobs, is his last couple of weeks have been very impressive, catching a lot of passes out of the backfield. So fantasy-wise, been uh, been pretty solid. And we'll see if he can keep it up this week against Kansas City. So been good yeah. for him. Uh, a surprise outcome. I think it's a surprise, although it's it's not. The Steelers beat the Ravens 20-19. to 19, And the Ravens mm-hmm. – could have tied this game at 20 if they had just kicked the extra point instead of going for two, but they tried just to end it right there. Lamar Jackson just couldn't quite connect with Mark Andrews, which kind of seemed to be a story of the night. Lamar was just a bit off all night. Didn't play a phenomenal game. And Ben Roethlisberger, he, he did have a nice game and I'd still take the Ravens over the Steelers if they were to play again, but it's Ravens Steelers is a, just a really great matchup those two teams they play close and they play tight and anytime you go into Pittsburgh it's going to be a it's going to be a tough matchup but the Steelers keep their playoff hopes alive as they are right behind uh, the other some of those teams in the AFC so and then for uh, the Steelers Deontay Johnson looks (laughs) incredible he is uh, the model of consistency when it comes to fantasy football 
this year, but I hope Lamar and Marquise and Mark Andrews can all uh, turn turn it around and start picking the pace up a little bit more here down the stretch. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think, um, you know, I think I don't care how bad the Steelers are. Just this rival- rivalry, uh, the Steelers are not going to let you come into their home, especially the Ravens, and, and make it easy. Uh, so, um, it, it was it was a tough fought battle, and and the Steelers played very well. Uh, and uh, maybe not in the first half, but in the second half they played well and was able to you know take the lead. And like I said, the Ravens drove down the field, um, scored a touchdown, and you know I like it. I love to play a call. I say you, you play to win, and mm-hmm. uh, you, you go it. for it. Yeah. And you know he's you know Lamar Jackson just kind of does it two more inches on the inside it's it, it's you know they win so it's a game of inches right so um just it's tough and and like you said if they play again you know i'll take ravens again but um you know good win for pittsburgh they're trying to stay relevant a lot of teams trying to stay relevant uh in these wild card races which is exciting and nerve-wracking for teams for sure but uh yeah big ben i think he was floating around rumors of retiring and mm-hmm. after this year and you know kind of giving up but you know he came out and slinged it and gave his team a shot to win and they did so big win for pittsburgh and baltimore they they were in the number one seed so that that's tough to lose and we'll get to the number one seed soon and, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that we will that's uh, that'll be a fun game to talk about uh just uh just a few games away from that uh <laughs> this next one though neil you did pr- uh, predict this one correctly with the seahawks beating the 49ers 30 to 23 and is that kind of the game that you expected it is, yeah. I mean, I think I said DK would get two touchdowns, and for Travis's sake, uh, it didn't happen. But uh, I, you know, I thought uh, I don't know. It was in Seattle. And, uh, I just felt like you know Seattle was going to pull one of these one of these games out eventually. So I went with yeah. this one. You get lucky, so uh, it worked out for me. Um, but yeah, no, they uh, they played well, and Tyler Lockett, man, you know, he he showed up and. Uh, but you know, I, I think the Niners played well to me. Elijah Mitchell ran the ball well. Uh, got banged up a little bit. We'll have to see where he's at. But um, George Kittle, my goodness, uh, yeah. you know he is he is nine catches, 181 yards, and two touchdowns. Good lord, uh, <laughs> my man's uh, went off. Uh, but uh, unfortunately, a couple of Garoppolo interceptions, fumbles, just some miscues on the Niners. And that just kind of cost him this game. And, and um, you know, San Francisco drove down the field, had a chance to tie it up, uh, you know, late in the fourth quarter. And uh, unfortunately was unable to connect uh, down there in the red zone, which is, uh, which is you know, things you got to do. And it was, a, you know, I think fourth and goal. And they couldn't capitalize on it and uh, cost them the game. And, uh, you know, I think they're still sitting in a – in a playoff spot, but you know, every game counts at this point and for Seattle, big, big confidence win, not going to matter probably much in the future for them, but um, you know, good to see them get a win here in, in Seattle. So, yeah, absolutely. 49er and 49ers almost completed that uh, incredible drive to tie the game up at yeah. 30, but yeah, couldn't, couldn't quite get it in. And the Seahawks, like you said, they finally look good. I just, I was, I was not going to pick them until they showed me they could, and now they, <laughs> they look good. So I guess we'll have to see matchups, and you might pick the Seahawks now. But I believe I don't even think they, I don't know if they can make playoffs anymore. Maybe there is some way if they win out and certain teams lose, there probably is a way. But a little late for them. <laughs> I think they're a little too far back. 
Uh, as a Vikings fan, I'm glad the 49ers lost because we are chasing yep. them for a wild card spot. So that was that was really nice. But since the Vikings are so bad, I think the 40, <laughs> 49ers are probably safe. Oh, the Vikings. Why do you got to be so bad and break my heart every year? Uh, <laughs> uh, we got two games left. We got our Sunday night and our Monday night. The Sunday night game, the Chiefs beat the Broncos 22 to nine uh, the Chiefs defense they've been looking much better recently than they were to start the year so that's definitely been that's helped them a ton because Patrick Mahomes definitely wasn't Patrick Mahomes <laughs> you know what I mean he just he doesn't seem to be doing what you expect him to do but if he gets back on track and plays up to his potential the Chiefs are going to be a very difficult team to beat because they just have they have weapons it just seems like everywhere with Tyreek and Kelsey and Mahomes and I mean Edwards Hilaire is not a bad running back in his own sense either I think he'll continue to get his legs under him as he get, comes back from his injury that kept him out for about a month so for the Broncos you're still fighting for the playoffs I don't like their chances but the one thing I I've been waiting for it all year and I think a lot of people have is Javante Williams getting kind of out from the shadow of Gordon and mm-hmm. Gordon was out on Sunday night and Javante Williams took full control of that backfield. I, he finished, I believe was the number one fantasy running back this last week and just went off. I think he had like 102, 103 yards rushing with mm-hmm. like six catches, 76 yards receiving in a touchdown, something like that. It might be a, a, a few yards off here or there, but just a phenomenal game for him. So that's a bright spot for the Broncos, but I just don't love Bridgewater leading that team to the playoffs and, but they got they got a lot of a lot of young talent there. Maybe they can trade for Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson in the offseason. And I think they'd be a scary team. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, you know, for Kansas City, if I told you Patrick Mahomes wouldn't throw a touchdown, they didn't go over two hundred yards, and Kelsey and Hill combined would have five catches. <laughs> would they win? It would be interesting, but they did and their defense really stepped up and uh, it's. I think it is a little concerning because all these years that the Chiefs were in the Super Bowl and all this stuff, I mean, they were just killing teams. I mean, like Kelsey was just killing it, and, and you know Hill and Mahomes was you know MVP candidate you know every year. And this year, just something is not clicking. I don't. I don't know. You know, if people teams are you know watching that Tampa Bay Bucks tape and they're like, oh, this is how you you know, but um, this has been tough this year for Kansas City. But (laughs) the one thing that was really bad in the beginning of the year, like Travis said, was the defense, and they they stepped up and recently have been playing well. So Kansas City needed that. I think the play of the game, uh, if I remember, was I think uh, Teddy Bridgewater was driving down the field to uh, tie the game and. he it was a fourth down and he was going to pass it and the guy was wide open and it got tipped and Reed Sorensen, the linebacker for the Chiefs, intercepted it and took it to the house and after that it was it was over. So the defense, like I guess what we said, has stepped up big time for Kansas City and pulled out a big win. Um and for Denver, yeah, I don't I can't see Teddy Bridgewater leading them to the playoffs, like you said, but my goodness, Javante Williams, I love that guy. Uh, yeah. I think he's phenomenal. Um, and I, I want to trade, I think I've sent like two offers for him in one of my leagues. So, <laughs> cause I want him so bad. He's just so good. So, yeah, no, I, I, I don't, I, I've thought about that too. And I'm like, Oh, I could, 
get him in fantasy. I think he's going to be much more difficult to get now than it was <laughs> maybe a month ago. But when he, it just seems with every opportunity he's gotten, he's been good with it. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> and yeah. He just with a full workload last night. He just he just proved that. So yeah, incredible bright spot. But yeah, Broncos still lose twenty two to nine to the Chiefs. All right, Neil, we're going to move on to our Monday night game. We're going to now take a look at the team that sits number one in the (laughs) AFC, and that's the Patriots. If you had told me the Patriots were the number one seed after 13 weeks at the beginning of this year, I'd have been like, you're crazy. There's no way. (laughs) That's not possible. But somehow here we are. The Patriots beat the Bills 14 to 10 in a really different game than we were expecting. I'll let Neil kind of share his thoughts first on this game. Mm. Yeah, I, this one might take me a second, so bear with me. There's a, there's a lot of thoughts I have real quick. But, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, the Patriots started out two and four, you know, and people were writing them off. Even I was just like, yeah, it's going to be like an average season. But uh, they've won seven in a row, and, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, they haven't played anybody good. Well, here you go. And yeah. uh, you know the conditions were absolutely insane, and this was old school football right here. I think Bill Belichick was like, you know what, um, Mac Jones is young. You know he has never played in this kind of environment. He's from Alabama, went to high school in Florida, so he's he you know he ain't used to this you know cold weather kind of football. And, you know, Josh Allen, on the other hand, you know, he went to Wyoming for college and uh, now he's in, you know, now he's in Buffalo. So he's used to this. And I think Belichick just said, you know what, we're not going to put it on the rookie quarterback, uh, especially when there's 40 to 50 mile per hour winds. uh, And we're just going to run it down their throat. And my goodness, did they ever. 46 carries for 222 <laughs> yards combined. Uh, Damian yeah. Harris, what the play of the game really at the beginning of the game where yeah. he broke it out because after that it was it was pretty dull from both teams and you know, that was to be expected. Um, but, I mean, big shout-out to the offensive line for the New England Patriots. I mean, you're run blocking the entire game. I mean, that's got to, I mean, that's just got to be tough. And, I mean, just the, the Patriots, it was just, it was just crazy. I mean, the, the Bills had, eight or nine guys in the box at one point. I mean, they're just sold out on the run and still couldn't stop me. Mondre Stevenson was running through guys and it it was very impressive. And Mac Jones threw three times, uh, two for three for 19 yards and won a game. Can you believe it? It's just, I think since 1974, the team hasn't done that. So it's, it's been a while and it's just Patriot Bill Belichick, just kind of football and you know it was kind of funny to me because sean mcdermott the bills coach was like you know bill belichick didn't out coach me you know don't give him credit and it's just kind of like i think he kind of did like (laughs) you knew what the patriots were running every single play or doing every single play they were running the ball and he still couldn't stop them so um it was just yeah grit and grindy football and you know, for the Bills, you know, I don't even think they could have gotten it if it wasn't for Nikhil Harry botched kickoff punt return. I don't know if they would have scored a touchdown that game. So, um, yeah, tough night for the Bills, and they got an uphill battle. They got to play the uh, the pay, uh, the Bucks next week, uh, which is going to be a great game, which we'll get to. Yeah. But yeah, huge game for New England. I'll shut up now. Uh, I was just very impressed. I stayed up all night watching it. I was. Man, I haven't been that yeah. into a Patriots game in a while, and I was like, "Oh, this is good." So it was, I was, yeah. 
that was very honest. I don't think I have, yeah, anything to add. Uh, <laughs> threw the ball three times. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> unbelievable. I just – the thing that shocks me, how do you average 4.8 yards a carry when the defense knows you're going <laughs> to run the ball? And 46 rushes. I mean, of course, that 64-yard touchdown run by uh, Naming Harris is going to help. But, I mean, come on. Like you said, Ramondre had 24 carries, I think, himself. And, I mean, he, he didn't have a bad day. He didn't do great. But he had a few nice runs and probably even better than you'd think a guy would do when the defense knows you're going to get the ball. So it was just a crazy game. And I mean, the bills, they did throw the ball. Josh Allen threw 30 passes, but only completed half of them. Uh, And the Patriots defense stepped up and just didn't let them, uh, didn't let them get in. And I know, uh, Tyler Bass missed a field goal, but that wouldn't have made a difference, uh, in any way. I don't think so. Patriots are on a roll. They are looking very good right now so um yeah gonna, yeah i, I think the play. only other thing the only other thing i'll uh, add was that uh, i think what killed buffalo is they don't they've never had a run game all year you know yeah. honestly for the last two years and i think they killed them in this game because they like to new england they relied on they said you know what i got stevenson and damian harris and i got offensive line you know that we're just gonna run it down your throat and I'm sorry, when you think of Buffalo, you're like, yeah, they're not going to run it down our throat. Like, no offense to Singletary, Moss, and Brita, but they had to put it on Josh Allen's shoulders, and that's tough in those conditions. And uh, you know, and uh, you know, credit to Patriots defense. But yeah, that was whew, that, that was a game for the, you know, not an exciting game, but one you'll always remember, I think. So yeah, I, like you said, <laughs> I think the, I think the weather conditions did favor the Patriots team. More oh, absolutely! A, like you said, run first offense where the Bills, they're not run first offense. And so you get wins like that. It's going to favor the team that is able to to run the ball a bit better. And it's exactly what happened. And yeah, Harris was able yeah. to break a nice run. But yeah, very interest, interesting Monday night game. Kind of a fun <laughs> Monday night game. Even though there were so many runs, it was, uh, you're like, what's going to happen next? Like the kicks were interesting. Like where's the win going to take it? Oh, no. So, very, very uh, fun game. And yeah, Patriots, Woo, number one seed there in the AFC. We'll see if they can yeah. continue to keep that. But that is all of the week 13 games. Um, and we're not, we don't have any fantasy football talk uh, for the episode today. But we will be back on Saturday. And hopefully, hopefully, hopefully the Minnesota Vikings <laughs> and beat the Steelers on Thursday night. That's the goal. But uh, any last things to add here, Neil, before we close? Yeah, I mean, going back to see the Bucks again, huge, uh, which was my Super Bowl matchup, Bucks and Bills, and don't know how much that's going to come true now, but still, it should be a great game. Uh, excited yeah. to see Diggs and company come into town, and I'm just excited that Travis won't be stressed oh, uh, in the aspect that he, you know we're not going against each other, and uh, it's not like he's going against anybody. I know he's got Brady in another league, but. Uh, so that's exciting. Uh, yeah, I'm that's, excited for that. Yeah. But. And I'm sure we'll we'll definitely touch more. We'll talk about that game and give you our predictions on who we Absolutely. think is going to pull that out on Saturday. But I am, <laughs> I am also very much looking forward to that. Yeah, yeah, me too. And um, yeah, it should be fun. So Patriots get a bye week. They deserve it, right? So oh, actually, <laughs> they, they most definitely deserve a bye. But <laughs> hey, thanks everyone for listening. We appreciate all of you jumping on. I hope you have a great rest of your week. And we will see you back on Saturday. Yeah, see you guys.